It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Oh, yeah. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another Mega Monday night here on The Stoop, right here on blogtalkradio.com. I'm your host tonight, Jeff the Shark Perini, filling in uh, for our regular host, Jonathan Ragus. And uh, if you haven't heard, John has some unfortunate news. His grandmother had passed away this past weekend, uh, so he is attending funerals. And as you know, the show must go on. So tonight I'm here uh, solo, Jeff the Shark, bringing you uh, a huge episode of the Stoop tonight because coming on with us tonight at eight o'clock from the mega hit show Shameless. You may have heard of Shameless on Showtime. We've got Kevin Ball himself, Steve Howey, is going to be joining us at eight o'clock tonight. He's going to be talking to us about season seven of the show, a little behind the scenes stuff, and uh, hopefully some inside scoop from Steve about what's going on with Shameless. And uh, we're really excited to have him. Great actor, hilarious guy. That's coming up at eight o'clock. But first of all, we took a couple weeks off. And I'm going to thank you people who are stuck with us. We've got a lot of stuff going on, uh, some new ideas for the show that we'll be bringing to you soon. But, uh, you know, John and I have been working hard. John's got some stuff going on. This show is dedicated to him tonight, man. We love you, John. Get back to us soon. Uh, we're also uh, supposed to be joined by co-host Ashley Morgan. Ashley got a, uh, an audition tonight, a new gig for her. She's fantastic. We wish her well and uh, well here. And, uh, you know, we'll go on. My first uh, – Solo hosting gigs. Take it easy on me tonight, listeners. Uh, as always, we are going to do things the way we always do. Top five list tonight. And being as it's fall time, my favorite time of the year for all you who are wondering, I'm going to do my top five things I love about the fall. That's right. Top five things that get me excited for the fall. Uh, I know everybody likes summer out there, but I'm a cool weather guy. So let's start it off. Top five things about the fall. Number five is that cool weather. Nice cool breeze, nice fall night. I love it. That's what I'm all about, sitting on the back of the deck, maybe smoking a cigar, having a beer, uh, just enjoying life. That's number five for me. Number four, it's pumpkin and uh, fest beers, Oktoberfest beers, pumpkin beers. As you know, if you listen in regularly, I'm a beer guy. And I like the pumpkin stuff. I know some of the purists think that pumpkin isn't the best way to go, but I enjoy it. It all depends on the brand and the Big on the pumpkins, big on the Oktoberfest beers. I like that. That's number four. Number three, the baseball playoffs. Let's face it. If you like baseball, you're a sports fan. October is the time to, to really get into it, man. It gets so exciting. Every pitch means so much. And the days of fall. And uh, I like it, man. I, I love the some fall baseball in the playoffs. Number two, a no-brainer, Halloween. You're never too old for Halloween, folks. Uh, me and the uh, fiancé to future misses. I was listening in tonight. We'll say hello to her. Uh, we do the Halloween party up and uh, make it a big event. We love to get dressed up, just have a blast, and it's time to have fun. And Halloween is definitely number two for the fall. And number one, hands down, if you know me, you're probably answering this already at home. It's football. 
it's football all day. It's college football. It's pro football. It's fantasy football. It's the football pillows on my couch here in the studio. It's everything football. I love football, and that you know that really is a big thing for me. Again, I know a lot of these are summer people, and this may not be a popular top five list, but to me it's pretty special. I love the fall, and let's run down my top five again. This gets me so for fall. Number five, of course, the cool weather, the cool breeze of fall. Number four, pumpkin and October fifth beers, but beer in general, but you know, let's make it fall like. Number three, the baseball playoffs and the World Series. You gotta love that. Number two, dressing up. Halloween. Get on there and, and look fancy. Halloween and number one, football. Hands down football. Top five list, favorite fall things. There we go. And speaking of football, um, huge NFL weekend. We're already three weeks into the season. This season already has had some great games. Some great games played yesterday. Some surprise teams so far. Uh, Minnesota Vikings are 3-0. and The Denver Broncos, uh, shortly after the retirement of Peyton Manning, they're 3-0. So for the listeners out there, my Philadelphia Eagles, I'm going to brag. I'm going to take a moment to brag since it's my show tonight. Mr. New York, John Ragus isn't here. I'm going to brag on Philadelphia. The Philadelphia fans out there, the Philadelphia Eagles just demolished a very highly thought of Pittsburgh Steward team yesterday. Beat them 34-3. Carson Wentz looking good. They're doing things right. They're uh, smartening up the offense, letting him take his time working into the flow of the game before they get start getting more adventures. The defense has been tr- tremendous. I'm I just such a big football fan and bleed green and such an Eagles fan. It's been great for me to see. Uh, some teams are struggling. Uh, some teams that had a lot of promise. Arizona Cardinals, uh, they got beat yesterday by Buffalo. Kind of like Panthers, everybody thought would be huge. They had a tough setback yesterday against those Minnesota Vikings. But, uh, yeah, things are shaping up. Uh, Dallas Cowboys, they lose uh, Tony Romo. They're still doing big things with Dak Prescott. Um, so it's been great, man. I love football season. If you're a fantasy football fan, I'm sure you're enjoying it as well. The big games uh, around the league. And certainly worth getting excited about. So uh, let's get on to some other stuff right here. We're going to get on to, uh, unfortunately, 2016 and the year of the deaths. And the Grim Reaper is out busy taking away some, some great people and some great lives and uh, a couple of big ones this past week. And, of course, uh, Arnold Palmer, uh, golf legend, perhaps the greatest golf player to have ever lived. Uh, Mr. 50% Iced Tea, 50% Lemonade himself. They named the drink after him, Arnold Palmer. Um, terrific, terrific golf player, 87 years old. Some complications, some heart issues uh, near the end. Uh, they said he was doing pretty good up until then, but uh, 87 lived a full life, a tremendous career. And, of course, we send out our condolences to Arnold Palmer and family. And the one we got to talk about, and this one really hurts the most, the 24-year-old Miami Marlins pitcher, Jose Fernandez, dies uh, in a boating accident, a parent boating accident. Uh, just really sad news. Jose was one of the up-and-coming pitchers in Major League Baseball. Guy with a lot of talent. He had some good spunk. He was a great face future uh, for the Marlins franchise. And, unfortunately, we lost him this past weekend, and a lot of people have been all over it and, and all the social media and just uh, expressing how painful this is. And really, if you lose, a, you lose a young man to anything, 24 years old, you barely live, especially a guy whose career was so promising, and uh, it's terrible. I mean, they were out driving late at night. It's a route they had taken before, according to reports, uh, and unfortunately, a situation that was out of their control, 
Again, Miami Marlins pitcher Jose Fernandez, uh, dead at 24. Our condolences again to Jose, his family, uh, the Marlins team, and that family. And uh, right about now, um, I can just use the, the kind words and people to support them as best as possible. So, yeah, a couple of deaths. It's very unfortunate we have to go down that road. And uh, again, as you know, our, our host, John, his grandmother passed away as well. And uh, we wish you well, John. We're, we're here thinking about you. And, uh, you know, we're, we're going on. So let's go on to some other stuff. We've got some uh, TV show premieres. As uh, of course, you know, the fall season bringing out some new TV shows. Uh, we've got Lethal Weapon, uh, which is reboot made for TV. MacGyver is back. Uh, the show Pitch, about a female pitcher uh, in baseball that looks really good. Uh, Kevin can wait. Uh, with Kevin James. Kevin James is back on TV. We had his uh, TV wife, Erin uh, Hayes, on here a few weeks ago. She was outstanding. So uh, we wish that show well. We're very excited for that. But uh, what kind of shows are you people looking into? What, what do you like to watch? I, I tried MacGyver the other night. I got to tell you, it was a little off. Not quite like the old MacGyver. A lot of one-liners and a lot of poorly timed jokes. But it's the typical stuff and making the explosives and getting out of tough situations. So kind of cool. I'm not going to totally uh, dismiss it. I like to watch a lot of these shows. There's tons of them out there. Um, and I like to get in. I like watching new stuff and trying it out. I, I know uh, people out there, TV's big. It's a nice distraction from the everyday jib. Uh, and speaking of TV, I know a lot of you are talking tonight about the presidential debate. It's Trump. It's Hillary Clinton. They go toe-to-toe. Mark Cuban's supposed to be sitting there. Jennifer Flowers is supposed to be sitting there. All these invited guests have turned into a three-ring circus. Quite frankly, proud to be an American. Proud to live in the great USA and have this freedom. At this point, I'm not in case of it. I mean, it's it's just gotten made. I don't politically debate people. You know me better than that. You're not going to lure me into it, but uh, come on. Let's get rid of the circus. Let's get the votes in. Let's get this election over, and let's move forward as a country, man. Let's, uh, let's get it. America's too great a country to be uh, bogged down with this kind of nonsense. So let's not let it bring you down. Do your things, and uh, Keep up with news and sports and music and stuff that we really enjoy. Speaking of music, a couple of days ago, the 25th anniversary of Nirvana's Nevermind. Um, huge if you're a music fan, if you're a fan of today's sound, uh, Nirvana, Kurt Cobain kind of led the uh, the charge. Uh, the grunge band, Seattle Sound, if you will, uh, Nirvana, Soundgarden, Alice in Chains, Pearl Jam, uh, all part of the big march of today's music. And... Uh, Never mind, is now that will never make things the same again. Kind of the crushing death of uh, hair metal, if you will, hair bands and 80s stuff and on to the 90s. So happy 25th birthday to Nevermind, Nirvana. I saw a funny picture the other day online of the uh, Nirvana baby. Uh, he's got to be obviously right in his mid-20s. In the pool, fully clothed, reliving his uh, photo sheet for the album cover. Very cool stuff. 25 years ago. Seems like yesterday. Uh, speaking of uh, current events and news, uh, of course, we all know about the Brad Pitt, Angelina Jolie split up. I know it's got to be breaking a lot of you inside. And uh, some of you are thinking, great, now here's my shot at Brad or Angelina. <laughs> I got to tell you, this kind of stuff, um, it's sad, really. Man. They had a bunch of children, and now she's talking about the, uh, the rumors of abuse and how Brad was abusive to the kids, and uh, you got to wonder where their career goes. I mean, do you really want to make allegations about a person who you've lived with and you loved and the children? 
you're both professionals, both have big careers in front of you and big careers you've been going through. So let's hope the two of them bounce back. I know a lot of people are bitter about how Brad and Jen ended and now Brad and Angelina. Well, let him be him. Let him do his movie thing. And uh, I'm not here to pass judgment. I'm not here to get on anything about it. I'm just bringing it to your attention. There's something to talk about here on tonight's show. Tonight, later on, as we know, 8 o'clock hour from Shameless, Kevin Ball himself, Steve Howie, is going to be on. And I'm bringing that up because, of course, we all know the Season 7 premiere of Shameless comes at you this Sunday night, October 2nd, on Showtime, 9 o'clock start. Uh, we had a great Season 6 finish, some uh, cliffhangers were out there, and, of course, we always love following the Gallagher family. You just never know what they're going to do next. It's always something wild. It's always something crazy. And I was searching today. Um, there's some shameless stuff to tag the show on and get people more aware of Steve Howey coming on tonight. Tons of, of pages. A Facebook uh, page, uh, Twitter pages, sh- uh, Shameless News, Shameless. Uh, there's just It's just everywhere. The show's huge. I love it. I think it's total dysfunction in the greatest of ways. Cast is outstanding. And uh, tonight, one of those cast members. Right here, Steve Howey. So, uh, Feel free to call in if you've got a question for Steve, 46-668-8150 is the call-in number. Uh, we're here uh, probably about uh, Steve, we're going to run with him for probably about a half hour coming up at 8 o'clock. Let's get on to some other stuff, and, and people like out there want to talk about this, the absolute train wreck that was Corey Feldman on the Today Show. People, what in the world was this? He's singing, he's dancing lip singing. He's got a band of beautiful girls not playing instruments. What's going on here? I mean, the guy had a good run as an actor. We all loved Corey Feldman as a young kid. As a teenager and in his 20s, we, we followed him and his stuff. But, um, yeah, man, I'm, I'm trying to think this move is, is bad. Maybe spells the end. Seeing the guy's lost his mind a little bit. Kept going out there and kind of saying he's paying tribute to Michael Jackson. I think Michael Jackson is turning over in his collective grave just as tribute to Michael Jackson. Um, Corey, you're a good kid, man. You're a good man, and uh, if this gets out to you, really, the music business is not your thing. We like you. We like seeing you in some stuff, maybe some more acting stuff, well, but uh, not this, man. Not here if we can uh, if we can avoid it. I'd like to have Corey Feldman maybe try a little something different. Reading in the news today about another band, the Backstreet Boys. They're taking to Las Vegas. They're going to, with this new uh, craze the Vegas residency where the bands move out there and uh, they take on a bunch of Vegas shows and dates and they bring you this big stage show. And it's become a big thing in the casinos on uh, the Atlantic City Strip. Um, other bands have done it recently were celebrity names, if you will, Britney Spears, uh, Boys to Men, Mariah Carey, Jennifer Lopez. So the big names are out there. And Vegas, uh, from what you read, is trying to become a music mecca. Uh, they've got four teams coming out now. A hockey team will join uh, Vegas soon trying to get some music in there. Vegas is already an exciting town, uh, but let's make it a little more of an exciting town. Let's do great things in Vegas. And, uh, I kind of like this, um, this little career revival of some of these groups going out there and doing these big Vegas shows. Um, a couple members of the band said it's going to be a Backstreet Boys show on steroids. It's going to be huge. So uh, if your parents out there and your kids are fans, or if you're still a fan from your youth, let's face it, some of you out there are, let's check this out. Vegas, I'll make it out to Vegas. Check out the Backstreet Boys and see what they got going on. Um, 
there was no exciting stuff going on here. So, uh, sorry about that, folks. Pause it for a second. So, 7.45 here on Super Radio. And uh, we got some big stuff coming up um, on the studio. So, it took a couple weeks hiatus. We got some guests coming around our way. We're looking at October, trying to get some good guests mm-hmm. from the uh, world of uh, horror and the world of uh, scary movie stuff. And that should be absolutely outstanding. And uh, we'd like to get them on here and interview and talk about some stuff. And uh, and see what goes on. We, we like doing the themes. We like getting themes here. I mean, we're doing a fall theme and the premiere of Shameless. That's all coming at you right here tonight on Stupid Radio. Got a lot of feedback. I got to tell you, I really thank a lot of my my friends and listeners out there. Uh, I'm getting a lot of messages. Uh, how do I call in? Can I talk to Steve? Uh, can I get on the show? Uh, we looked at some co-hosts. So. Uh, not a fever. Like I said, the number again is out there, 646-668-8150. If you want to call in, uh, Steve should be on around 8 o'clock. You can ask him some questions. You can ask him to marry you. You can ask him to have his babies. Uh, whatever you want to ask him. Let's face it. He is uh, <laughs> he is just one very special guy, and uh, and we can have it. So um, that's one thing you, you want. You know, you want to have Steve. And... Uh, I'm going to talk to them. I've had a couple of friends already say, oh, Jeff, make sure you drop in the words of Steve that uh, I'm going to talk to him. And, hey, you can do it yourself. He seems like a pretty friendly guy. I'm sure that uh, he'll be glad to talk to any one of you out there that's willing to listen. Um, okay. Sorry, we're expecting uh, some calling guests. Trying to have a technical difficulty there for a moment. We'll come back to you here. All right, so I'm back here. Sorry about that. Sorry about the delay, people. Looking back at some stuff here. Um, let's get back again. I guess we'll, we'll go on to some, some basketball talk right now. Uh, NBA, a couple of big-time stars are uh, getting ready to call it quits. Heard of Kevin Garnett. His career is going to come to an end. Uh, he's played at 20-plus great seasons. Uh, so with Minnesota and Boston and had a really great career, and uh, well wishes to him if he decides to retire. Chris Bosch, um, suffering with an injury, we may have lost Chris Bosch as well. Tough blow to the Miami Heat. Uh, Bosch has been down, and the injury has gotten to him. He, he missed time last year. There's a chance he's not going to come back this year, and, and they're going to talk about possibly uh, calling it a career for Chris Bosch. Kobe Bryant, of course, is already retired. So, um, so some new guys coming aboard. New guys making big splash in the NBA. I'm excited to see my Sixers this year. They're young and they're they're upbeat and up-paced. And they're going to bring you a fun thing this year in Philadelphia. So get ready. Philadelphia Sixers fans, if you're not. Uh, the NHL is making a comeback, too. The World Cup of Hockey uh, has been going on. That was very exciting. The USA team did not do very well this year. <laughs> well, Coach John Tortorella, man, he uh, just couldn't get them guys ready to go. And for that, you know, it, it's just tough. You know, it, it's tough. You get a team together, and Tortorella's talking about, you know, if, if the guys don't stand for the answer, they're going to be benched. Well, you should have benched somebody, Johnny, because it wasn't looking too good. It was a poor out, uh, outing by the USA team and, you know, all that. This passes now, World Cup. Um, I'm out in the bounce. I like to get out into town. I like to talk about something that happened last week. 
I was out uh, working for dinner, a little Philadelphia restaurant called Macaroni, and uh, who was there but Mr. Charles Barkley. That's right, Barkley, back in Philly, telling some great stories. Man, it was good seeing Chuck. I got to say hello to Chuck. And uh, he was in town doing his thing. He was in town for a wedding. He was having a great old time. And we like seeing Charles Barkley, a guy that's big here in Philadelphia, and uh, we'll see him soon. Uh, doing the play-by-plays studio stuff for um, National Baseball Association. So Charles Barkley was in town. That was great to see him. Uh, again, we're about 10 minutes away as we're counting down to the arrival of Steve Howey, Shameless Star, Season 7 coming up. The whole gang is back, Fiona and Frank, Lip, Kev and T, and everybody that we love so much about Shameless it's a dirty pleasure, man. It's, it's such a reckless show. We love it. I'm, I'm starting to ask some questions about what goes on, man, and, and what he thinks and how the behind-the-scenes go. And That's going to be really great. One of my favorite TV shows, I said, Fall is back. And uh, lots to look forward to as far as TV and, and all that good stuff. So we're going to talk to Kevin about that when he comes oh, – sorry, Steve, about that <laughs> when he comes on. And then one of those doo-doos. Um, on that, I mean, we're not going to touch up on too many sensitive subjects, but I'm, I'm going to say this right now real quick, and it's something I always want to say and, and get on the air and say. Um, a lot of tension lately about kneeling for the national anthem and players taking their stands and people taking their stands. I come out and tell you, you know, everybody's entitled to their opinion. It's freedom of speech, free country. Everybody's allowed to speak up. But really, when it gets down to race and, and things like that, it's what want you to remind you of one thing. Now, as a race, we're more or less the human race. We're not a color. We're not a creed. We're not a culture. We're the human race. We're people that should be getting along together as people. And people that should be loving other people. And kind of a message to whoever listens in, to whoever hits home tonight. My friends out there that are listening, I thank you. I know it's uh, a little sluggish. I'm new to the Big hosting thing, especially doing this alone, but uh, just reaching out to everybody out there and telling you, man, love your, your fellow person. Go out there and do a good deed and share a good deed and learn to get along a little bit, man. Let's, let's love people. We're Americans. We're proud to be it. We're lucky to be it. Uh, tonight, as always, uh, I like to get on and drink a beer or two, and I'm bringing this up for a very special reason. Uh, I busted out a big beer tonight knowing that Steve is on the show. It's not quite the season. Next year's Mad Elf is my choice tonight. The Elf unwinds me, man. It loosens me up. One of my favorite beers. And I want everybody to be out there to enjoy a beer with me sometime. Call in. Let's make arrangements. Let's get out and drink together. Maybe that's one of the things that we can use to bring people closer instead of uh, anthems and kneeling and race and war and politics. Talk about beer. Maybe a beer show here on Blog Talk Radio. <laughs> That'd be great. We'd like to see that. Uh, some good libations, a good beer to, to loosen me up. And uh, come on, dear. I, I asked some people. I invited some guests. Oh, come on. I, I can't. I, I can't get on the radio. I, I can't talk. Oh, man, this is easy. You get on and just find some subjects and just let them rip. And uh, we're all friends here, right? A lot of my friends listen to today, but thank you. And every one of you that are out there. We're going to make this a great show. We're going to keep going on. 
start the show tonight, and uh, I always like to say this and give these guys credit. Uh, the introduce, introduction to music uh, by the band Dremlin, a song called Ignite. And, uh, they're friends of the show here, Dane Gutschmidt. Shout out to you. Always been great. We love using your using your music as an introduction to the show. The show that we're going to be back bringing you every Monday night. We promise. We know we took a little vacation. We're going to come back. We're going to come back with the student Monday nights. Some more great guests. More fun stuff to kind of kind of take your mind off the everyday mundane routine. So that is where we're at right now. We got a new message from somebody here that says Narcos. <laughs> Not quite sure what that means. Oh, Narcos. Okay, we got somebody Johnny Mac. It's one of his shows that he likes. Narcos, and I got to tell you, thanks for chiming in, Johnny. And Narcos is a tremendous show as well. Um, big narcotics uh, show and um, one that I like on Netflix and uh, my fiance gets me watching. She gets me watching a lot of TV shows. I got to give her credit. I sit back and I kind of shrug my shoulders. And if it's not sports or it's not uh, late night comedy, I'm not watching. She turns me on these shows and shameless being one of my. I thank her for that. I'm a you know I'm a guy. Girls get into the TV shows and introduce the guys to them. I just sit back and let her pick out her goodies. Right now, she's hot on uh, The Wire, another big show that she loves. As I said before, uh, Narcos is a goodie. Um, shameless. So we watch a lot of TV. Not a lot of TV. We watch enough. We, we also get out and about and go out and have good times. But uh, TV is always a nice distraction. Music is a nice distraction. Come down here to the studio. I, I put on my 66-inch TV and uh, I watch this, I listen to old Stoop, we've had some great guests in the past, and I got a few minutes while waiting for Steve to call in, thanks on those guests in the past, uh, actresses like uh, Nancy Fallon, Diane Franklin, Deborah Foreman, uh, some of the 80s actresses, uh, musicians, guys like uh, Brian Quinn from Candlebox, and uh, Sean Hennessy and Neil Middleton um, have been here, so uh, everybody, everybody, uh, Mick James, Eddie Mann, Ed Roman, a lot of the people from Michael Stover's groups. Of course, the amazing uh, Lilith, Tanya Seifert, and Lilith of the Night from England, uh, a band that we love here, and we're trying to get them out from the U.S. And uh, we know she's a faithful listener to the show, and, and you're out there. Well, we love you. We love you coming out here. We debuted her new uh, upcoming EP a couple weeks ago, getting ready to premiere. It's been fantastic, some good hardcore British metal music. Uh, so bands, remember, Lilith and the Night, we bring them here on the stoop. We bring you a lot of stuff on the stoop. We try to discover some new talent, bring you down memory lane with some of our guests. And, uh, oh, yeah, we remember those people. And we talk about the movies they did and stuff that we love to do here. It, it's a free-form show, man. And I know it's, at times it sounds a little scripted, but as you can obviously tell tonight, <laughs> it's not always scripted. I'm uh, flying a little bit by the seat of my pants. Not really worrying me, though. I'm, I'm enjoying it. I hope you're enjoying it out there, too. So, uh, yeah, man. Next couple of weeks, we're going to have some, some special guests. We'll have some co-hosts in here to kind of help me along. And I thank everybody for being here and being patient with us and for out there listening. So we are uh, just a few short minutes away from Steve. I got some good questions for Steve tonight. And if you got some questions for Steve, don't be afraid to call in. That's what we do here. 
646-668-8150. That is the number to the stoop. Let me check something out real quickly here. I believe we are about to be joined. No, we got it. We got a caller first. Let's go on with the caller. Hello, welcome to the Stoop Radio Show. You're on the air. Hi, it's Cassie. Hello there, Cassie. Wow, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> it is Mrs. Stoop Radio, Cassie Trunzo. A little static when you put on the back there. Sometimes we got the block talk radio thing that gets a little messed up here, but uh, I'm glad to have you And uh, thanks for calling in. How's the show so far? I just want to let you know you sound awesome, and I'm really proud of you, and I'm here listening, and uh, I just wanted to say that um, I'm proud of you, and um, good luck tonight, <laughs> and I'll be right here listening, all right? Great. Thank you. I'll try, to keep, I'll try right. to keep the dog quiet, okay? All right. All right. I, I love you. Have, have a good show, okay? Uh-huh. All right. All right. Bye. Okay, so, uh, hello, you're on the air with the stoop. Hey. Hello. Hi, it's Ashley. Hey, Ashley, how are you? Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ashley Morgan is with us here right hello. now on the stoop. How are you? I'm, it's a swell day in her, here in Los Angeles. It's That's what we like to hear. Thank you for calling in. Hold on the line one second, Ashley. We've got another call coming in. We're going to patch him through. I believe this is our guest, Steve Howie. Let's check it out. Uh, hello there. You're on Stoop Radio. Hello. Hello? Hello there. You're on the Stoop. I can barely hear you. Is this Steve? Nope. It's still Ashley. <laughs> okay. I believe we had Steve Howie. I think he... Uh, had a little connection problem. He's going to call us back again in a moment. In the meanwhile, we will uh, welcome Ashley to the show. Welcome back, Ashley. How you been? I'm swell. I'm doing well. How are you? I'm very good. Very good. You had some uh, recent uh, auditions and some tryouts. How's the acting gig going? Things going good? Yeah, it's going well. It's, it's nice and steady, which is always fantastic, Mundo. <laughs> LA, people getting, LA people are getting crazy. I'm not sure if you can hear that. Um, yeah, it's, just, it's going well. I can't really complain. That's good stuff. We thank you for coming on with us. I know it's very last minute. I know you had a lot going on, but uh, right now we're going to ask you for having you here. We're going to try Steve Howie again and see if we can get him on. We had him, unfortunately. Let's try him real quickly. Steve Howie. Hello. Hello. Hello, this is Hello, Stoop Radio. Is this Steve? Yeah, there you go. I could barely hear you guys. I don't know what was going oh, on. <laughs> now I can hear you. Great. Thank you right. How on. are you? Good, man. How are you? Thanks for coming on. I'm good. I just got off work and I'm heading home to see the debate. Oh, yeah, man. The debate's going to be a big one tonight. America's talking about it. Not this story yeah, up, man. Who's your, who's your candidate? Uh, I don't have one. So Good this man. is like basically a Super Bowl 
uh, with both teams. I don't care who wins or loses. I just want a good uh, battle. All right, I love that. That's a good way of looking at it. I said something similar a few weeks ago. It's not the who wins because there's no winners in this game. But, uh, Steve, let me have you on here. First of all, thanks for coming yeah. on. You're a huge star. And uh, Shameless has been killing it. Let's ask you some stuff right off the bat about Season 7. Um, season okay. 6 ended with uh, Frank getting dumped in the uh, in the ocean there. Fiona's wedding falling to pieces. A uh, little love trang with you and T and Svetlana. What can we expect from Season 7? Man? What, what's going to happen? Um, well, Frank's still getting in his, uh, usual mess with, uh, uh, he recruits a lot of, uh, homeless people to help him, um, take over this house. Uh, Fiona starts to, uh, take care of herself. She kind of, like, doesn't deal with any more men. So she, uh, starts working at, you know, Patsy Pies, the manager, and she buys another business. Um... Lip gets into more trouble with the ladies. Uh, Cameron, uh, Ian's got a new love interest. It's a new character, a uh, really good actor. Um, and some fans will be happy, and uh, a lot of fans will not be happy about that because he's got this legion of fan base that is uh, uh, pretty loyal to the whole Galovich, the whole Mickey uh, Milkovich and uh, Ian Gallagher um, duo. And then, yeah, so they, uh, uh, Svet, V, and Kev have this thing called the thruple, which I don't know, I think <laughs> the writers coined that phrase. And, uh, you know, obviously uh, it's all fun and games until the uh, sex ends. So uh, it's a really good season. Um, I think everybody in has been talking about uh, how good it is. Um, the writers have been doing an excellent job. And the actors, you know, um, I'm just really lucky to be uh, among a lot of uh, really good, talented people. So I'm very happy. That sounds great, man. We love you on it. I, I loved in everything you do. You're a great actor, Steve. Seems so natural. When when you're reading the script, uh, the upcoming shows, do you look at the, some of the stuff and read it and think uh, this is too outrageous? Like we can't get away with this. Nobody's gonna believe it. But does some of the stuff that's written just blow your mind. Yeah, but we're all pretty desensitized by this point. Um, I mean, in in the pilot, you know, I had to do full frontal, and then um, the character gets, um, I don't know, what is this, what is this, what is your audience, PG, X, R, what, are we, what can we say here? Uh, let's say it's Ashley Morgan. She was all three weeks. What do you think, Ashley? Um, well, I use a lot of profanity, so I feel like whatever you use best suits the situation. <laughs> okay, so from the pilot, when Kev is getting sodomized by uh, Veronica and he's got a ball gag in his mouth, pretty much from there, it's all it's all downhill. But um, yeah, I mean, look, there's there's the one season where uh, V wanted to get pregnant, and so I had sex with her mom, and she sat on my face. Then there was the, uh, you know, uh, but in this season, um, uh, you know, Carl gets uh, circumcised because his girlfriend doesn't like the extra skin, his extra foreskin. So, yeah, we we read some of the stuff and we're just like, wow. But you know what? It's all it's all good. It's all par for the course because we're we we just like, how are they? You know, how is how are we going to execute it? Right? How are we going to do it believable? How are we going to have fun with it? And that's really what the bottom line is that we we all have fun with it. 
Um, I think that's why it's, it's a success because it doesn't feel like going to work. You know, there's that old saying, you get paid to wait and the acting's for free. Well, in this case, it's, it's, it's absolutely true because we just laugh the whole time. And uh, yeah, so when I read a script, we're all just like, we're, we're more like, oh shit, about the storylines than we are about the, 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 the stuff that is carried out about where people go and how it affects one another. Um, but yeah, there, there's been some situations where like, oh man, I have no idea. I think one of, <laughs> one of the ones that I was really nervous about, I can't remember what season it was, maybe season four is when um, to make extra money, Kevin Veronica did this uh, webcam, sexy webcam play. And she was a slave and I, I Kev dressed up as Thomas Jefferson. <laughs> and so, uh, and then, you know, and then Veronica's like, yeah, slap me. I'm a bad slave. I'm a bad slave. And I was like, as the, as the actor playing Kev, I was like, oh shit, this is like, uh, I don't even know about this. Is this okay? And then Shinola was like, Shinola was like, ah, fuck it. We're having fun. You know, let's just play it. It's whatever. Because at the end of the day, we're not the, the characters that we play but we do embody them. And so we do have a little bit of responsibility. So that was a little bit sketchy for me, but in the end, I think it was fine. I guess it's my own like white guilt, I guess, coming through. <laughs> <laughs> we love it here. Now. We yeah. love the show. Um, so you mentioned the, the full frontal. And yeah. I got to ask this, I heard a rumor was that one of the ways you got the role that you presented good full frontal? Because I heard rumors that that's how you landed that. Oh game. God, no! Oh, I, I, <laughs> quite the opposite. You actually have to freeze frame and zoom in if you want to see anything. Um, really? That's, that's, <laughs> no, it was it was um, it was it was really like it was it it was embarrassing for the all the opposite reasons because, um, well, one I never did it before, so it was it was nerve wracking. Also. I didn't get a chance to um, fluff. You know what I mean? There was no, like, proper – because sometimes there's, like, you know, like, guys can, like, you know, add a little bit more blood flow and then make it like, hey, now, you know, I'm hanging around, right? And this was none of that because there was a whole crew. We were setting up the shot. He had the boom guy up on the ladder. And then, you know, Cameron Monaghan, who was a child when he started the show seven yeah. years ago – he was a little baby and he has to come in and look at me and I'm just like, dude, look, let's just do it quick and get the hell out of here. Right. Cause he comes in, he lights a cigarette for me and then gets out. And I think I scarred him for life though. I think he's still a little bit uh, messed up in the head from, uh, from seeing that, you know, but it's quite the opposite. I, I, I am a, I'm a deaf in real life. I'm a definite grower than a shower, but uh, my, my wife's uh still happy enough, so it's all about it. <laughs> Life is a beautiful woman. We've seen pictures of her. A lot of the females all want to know about Steve Howie. Um, Ashley, uh, wow. you, Steve, um, you want to check out his naked scenes or what? Whoa, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that sounds so enthusiastic. That sounds so sad. I no, thank you, Ashley. I'm stuck in L.A. traffic, so, you know, I don't know if you're in L.A., but it's Dragon. I am in LA. Where are you right now? Oh my gosh, I'm I'm just past uh, Hollywood Boulevard. So you know that's always a blast. Ugh. It's seriously. Yep. I I tweeted this. Yeah. I tweeted this like 
this year sometime, I said the fourth horseman of the apocalypse will be traffic. <laughs> because we're, there's so much traffic in L.A., but there's traffic in Denver. There's traffic in Seattle. There's traffic in Oklahoma City. There's traffic mm-hmm. everywhere in the country that there's mm-hmm. going to get to a point where you're going to pull out of your home, apartment or home, and it's just going to be a parking lot. And then people are going to start snapping like rubber bands. And they're just going to be like, fuck it. Everyone must die. I don't care anymore. It's going to be like, it's going to be the purge. And I'm killing myself because I can't deal with this traffic. So I, 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 we're, all, we're all on the brink of all losing our mind here in L.A. Because the traffic is so bad. There are, there are many mornings that I want to put a helmet on and a mouth guard, driving gloves, and just start plowing into people like it's a, you know, a demolition derby. It's not a bad It's so thing. true. <laughs> you know, yeah, I'm living the, in L.A., I thought it was there like, are oh, people, super cliche. No, it's awful. There are people that should not be driving. That's they true. Still, there are people, especially in L.A., they know how to text and drive, right? They know how to drink and drive. They know mm-hmm. how to be stoned and drive. They know how to mm-hmm. drive with their knee but they don't know how to use a turn indicator. It baffles me. Yep. I have no idea what the deal is, but that technology has been around for since the car was, you know, invented. Turn indicators. <laughs> it indicates where you're wanting to go. Don't use it. Fine, don't use it. Whatever. What anyway, we're getting off topic. We're getting off topic. But it's good, though, man. And uh, you mentioned your tweets. I always read your tweets for stuff that's hilarious. That's absolutely great. But, uh, so let's get into more stuff, Steve. Uh, we watched you as a uh, Van Montgomery on Reba, a role I love, man. You're, you're oh, hilarious. I love Reba. I love Reba. He's oh, yeah, thank you. Van was, was a great character. So are you more like the quirky Van funny guy, or are you more like the no-nonsense, kind of wise-ass and tough guy like Kev? So which one of, you is, which one of those characters is more like you, Steve? I think, I think both. Um, you know, um, a lot of the characters I play is exactly who I am, but it's also the complete opposite. Um, yes, I'm playing a character, but I'm also using who I am. Um, I think to the my benefit and maybe to my fault, I look for the, the joke more. And sometimes at the sacrifice of, of looking cool. So what happens is I'll come across stupid or naive, which... You know, I don't I don't really mind, and there's a lot of similarities between Van and Kev. But um, you know, I can't complain because I did Reba for six years, and I'm on the seventh season of Shameless. So whatever is you know is, what I'm doing is working because I don't mind. I like I like working, but um, I'm very lucky for that. But you know, they're 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 a lot they're a lot different. Um, I just actually ran into Joanna Garcia who played uh, Cheyenne. Oh, yeah, and uh, yeah, there's there's talks of like some kind of Reba reunion actually, some kind of new thing going. But I don't know. I think um, Van would be like, I don't know. He'd be like <laughs> divorced from Cheyenne and living in a trailer. You know what I mean? Shooting uh, a, a busted up Chevy in the in the, the back of the uh, yard. Um. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. That that show was a lot of fun. And Reba was, you know, she's a superhero. She's a rock star. She's seen it and done yeah. it all. So yeah. she was as cool as 
cool as ice. Um, but yeah, that was, I started that show when I was 20, something like that. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So it's been, a, it's been a, it's been a fun. A wild ride. Yeah. And a lot of, it's still air. It's still showing. Can you believe that? It's still air. It still shows. There's still reruns of it. Yeah. I, I can't believe it. Yeah, I still watch it. I watch it on um, TV land. I love it. Me and the fiance watch it. We really love it because it's hilarious. You and, and Barbara Jean just take that show away, man. Um, yeah, Melissa, Melissa, Melissa Peterman, who played Barbara Jean, is uh, one of the fun, literally the funniest uh, people I've ever met in my life. Yeah, she's great. We love watching her and I, I check it out mostly for you and her. It's a great show. It's always been good. It's kind of a guilty pleasure, but uh, I love it. I, I tune in. It's all on the weekends. I like to check it out. Um, is, this, is this Jeff? 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 Is this you? Why are, why do I why are you fading in and out? Are you like rolling around the microphone and then coming back to it? <laughs> I can hear Adam perfectly, but you like are like spinning in a centrifuge. The microphone sometimes picks you up. It sounds like you're in like a big room. <laughs> I am in a big room. It's kind of not really a sounding. Room, are we gonna take uh, Are we gonna take calls? Right, let's take calls. I have offered the people to call in. Anybody wants to call in, we we got it. 646-668-8150. Steve Howie. Kevin Ball. I don't want to. Yeah. Starting this Sunday night, October 2nd. All these women, man, said they want to call in and talk to Steve. Where is everybody? Let's go. Let's get some calls. We're all all on October 2nd on Sunday. We're all going over to uh, William H. Macy's house to watch the show. And uh, I guess we're going to do this whole, like, live tweeting thing on, like, uh, New York East Coast time. Uh, So, I don't know. Check your local social media outlet. So, that's great. We're hanging out with the whole cast, which which kind of brings me to my next question. What is your favorite famous moment to take? What's the best thing that's happened on on air or off air, behind scenes. Tell us what, what you love so much and your best memory so far of your spin on scene. Besides getting naked. Oh, you know, I, we, you know, there's, there's so many, um, um, there, like we, we always have fun on set. Um, we, we shoot at Warner brothers and Burbank and we always have a good time. All but right. I think what I'll take away is, uh, we shoot all the exteriors in Chicago because it takes place in Chicago. And so when we're there, Chicago is literally my favorite city because those guys know how to party. And they show us a lot of love. And everybody that we meet and that I meet shows us so much unconditional love. Like they have nothing on it. They're just like, what do you want? What do you need? We got you. And it's kind of like the, the, the personality of Chicago. And the, it's the best food and the best drink that I've ever had is Chicago. Uh, I have friends that live there. And I, I think that some of the memories that I'll take is like the, is barely making back to our hotel at, at night because uh, of how well Chicago takes care of us. Um, it, it, it's a, it's a, it's a party when we go out there and it, it's gotten a little, it's gotten a little dangerous at times, but that's, that's fun. And uh, we've we've barely made it to set, 
I will say that. Uh, you know, I, don't, I hope the producers aren't listening to this right now. But, yeah, we, we barely made it to set a lot of couple times because our call time would be like 6 a.m. and we were just arriving at 5.59. So it was uh, – I, w- I would say Chicago because uh, that place definitely represents. That's awesome. We do have a call, though, Steve. We got somebody to patch in and uh, let's see who we got on the air. All right, Cole, we you're now on the air with Steve Howie from Shameless. Hi, Steve. This is Christine from Philadelphia. Billy, what's up, Christine? How are you? Shameless is my very favorite show, and I was just wondering if you ever watch the episodes afterwards and just kind of shake your head and go, that really is Shameless show? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, um, thank you for calling in, Christine, and the question. Uh <laughs> You know, some, sometimes I watch. I got to be honest with you. Sometimes I watch it, and sometimes I don't. Um, I like I like doing the show. I like working on the show. Um, I think watching it is for the fans. It's kind of not my place to watch it and to, to judge because I already did it. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. So it's like, there it is. Take it, accept it. But there have been times where I'll, I have watched uh, a couple episodes throughout the season, and I shake my head and go. Uh, you know, this, this, this is not only debaucherous and wrong, but it's somewhat good and really like relatable too. Also, I also think too that a lot of people like Shameless so much because it makes them it makes their own lives feel better. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. They, they 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 watch Frank and they watch Fiona and they watch the family and they're like, you know, I really like those people. If they can make it. My family's not so bad after all. So, because uh, it makes me feel that way. I'll, I'll watch the show. And, and that's a testament to the, the characters, to the, to the actors, that they, they, you know, especially William H. Macy, who is the character he plays, Frank, on paper is so horrible. He's such a, he's such a bad father. He's a drunk. He's a drug addict. And he's, like, um, uh, terrible to everyone around him. But he's still likable. You still like him, and that's William H. Macy. So it, yeah, it's really like a, yeah. it's really awesome to watch him work because he's a master. I think he's like an American film and TV treasure. Um, but yeah, it, it's it's uh, it is fun to sit back and watch and go, wow, this all this all works. Well, best show ever. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye bye. Thank you. Have, have a great night. Got Philly in the house. I'm in Philly myself right now, and uh, it's funny to talk about traffic disasters. There's no better here. It's a disaster in this area, like it is out there in California. Seriously. But you know, yeah. Who's, who's, from, who's from Who's from Philly that I know? Are you from Philly, Jeff? Yeah, I'm from Philly. Originally born and raised. Right now, I live right outside of Philly. But yeah, I'm a Philly guy. Isn't Kevin Hart from Philly? Yeah, he is. Yeah, he's from Philly, right? Well, yeah, from Philly too. Yeah, yeah Kevin, Kevin and I used to be friends until he, like, got on a spaceship and, like, took off to rock star status. Uh, no, wait a minute. You yeah, but he's in Philly. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah, and we love you for it. Let me ask you a question. Um, guys, all the guys want to know. You work for some beautiful co-stars. Uh, Shanoa Hampton, of course. And you just mentioned before, Joanna Garcia. Uh, Zoe Deschanel, Anne Hathaway, all of them are considered sex symbols, and we've kind of touched on this. Do you consider yourself 
sex symbol or Steve Howie, the face of male sex symbols out there in the world. Ashley's giggling. No. No, not at all. No? I think, no. I, I would never want to be. Uh, I think it's too much responsibility. I mean, that's, what, what is a sex symbol, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, is it just, I mean, I think, you know, I mean, look, I, I, I'm, I'm older now. I'm a, I'm a, I'm married. I got, I'm, I'm a father. And I do really do believe that the most erogenous zone of the body is the brain, is the mind. So, uh, you know, when I was a kid and when I was younger, I didn't know anything about that. I was just trying to like be, you know, I was a young male. But now it's like to be a sex symbol. Ugh, what does that even mean? It's just, mm-hmm. it's like it's like trying to be a uh, a symbol of uh, some alien planet. You know, it's like what what what? So I I don't know. I feel bad who I feel bad for people who get labeled sex symbols because then they have to do things that they probably don't want to, like put on clothes that they don't want to and makeup. You know, I, I wear a certain perfume and it's called vomit. I wear a, I wear a cologne called spit up. You know, it's a it's a combination of of stomach bile and milk. I mean, that's not a sex symbol. Uh, so I don't even know what that is. Like I I uh, but but um, I appreciate the uh, sentiment because hey. Yeah, man. I mean, you know what I mean? It's like. And knowing you're coming on the show, a lot of females are are, are hyping up. But man, for me, like I said, for me, it's, it's great acting. I think you're tremendous at what you do. You're witty. You're a smart guy, and we love having you here. Um, give us some hints. Uh, some a major. Give us one major plot twist. Something that's going to explode off the set this year on Shameless. Uh, well, I mentioned his uh, name earlier. He's coming back. Uh, he hasn't been, he hasn't been around for a couple seasons, but he's coming back. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, it's, uh, let's just say that our trouble does not end in bliss. There is a, uh, there is a, there is a major upset and, uh, we find out that, uh, one of the parties is betraying the other two. Oh, wow. Of of the thruple. Yeah. (laughs) Taking advantage of the situation. Thruple. I don't even know. Like, thruple. It sounds sounds like a ball in your throat. You know what I mean? Like some kind of, like, benign (laughs) tumor in your throat. A thruple ball. (laughs) It's kind of like the thing with the holes in it. You throw it and you hit it with a thruple ball. Yeah, you hit it with a thruple. Yeah. Ripples, ripples, uh, we got them Steve, I have a question for you. Sure, go ahead. Do you ever um, see yourself possibly producing an episode, or maybe doing what? some like behind-the-scenes stuff for the show as well, or are you more just focused on being in front of the camera? Um, yeah, it's been talked about. I mean, I've thought about it, but it's not my, it's not my, uh, it's not my baby. You know what I mean? It's not my it's not my show. I'm a I'm a, as much as it is my show, it's not my show. It's John Wells' show. It's the cast show. It's the fans show. I, I I like my my job title. I get a, I have a lot of fun doing it, and I get a lot out of it. 
and then to add on more responsibility or to do anything, I think would affect the dynamics and play that I don't want to touch. Mm-hmm. I want to keep everything mm-hmm. as is. I like the way I, I like the way I hand, like I like my relationship with everybody. And mm-hmm. there's a lot of politics and bureaucracy in any business, but especially that in a lot of sensitive areas when you come to a TV show that I don't even want to get near. So mm-hmm. I've thought about it, but no, I don't want to. I don't want to touch that. I I I, I like being a uh, I like being an actor. <laughs> it's it's a mm-hmm. lot of fun, and, and and there's like and I. I show up, I do my job, I eat craft service, and I go home. You know, so <laughs> it's uh, it's uh, it's a it's a win-win situation. I think like trying to like campaign for anything more would mm-hmm. affect those kind of relationships, and I and I don't want for the good or the bad. I don't know, but I just don't even want mm-hmm. to go there. I mean, Sounds some smarter. people do. Like, you know, like William H Macy directed an episode. Emmy just directed an episode this season. And were great. They were fantastic, but that's them, you know. Right. I don't, I don't have any desire to do it just because, um, I don't really want to, you know. Mhm. Mhm. But, but uh, it's a good question. It's a good question. Very good. Yeah, I know Ashley. a lot of actors sometimes um, like to dibble dabble behind and in front, and it's nice to hear people's different perspectives of why they like to or why they just choose not to. Yeah, you know, the thing is, though, is that when actors on a TV show, this might be a little bit uh, hostile, but I'll say it anyway. (laughs) When actors direct an episode, are they really directing? It's kind of like letting your kid drive the car. They're not really driving the car. Like, you're controlling the the, the steering wheel at the bottom, and they have Mm -hmm. their hands at 10 and 2, and you're Mm -hmm. controlling the foot pedals, and you're like, oh, my God, look it, you're driving. Eh, you're not really driving. That's kind of a that's kind of a, a horrible dick uh, uh, analogy, but eh, that's kind of why I don't do it because I'm not really mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just got myself in trouble. That's okay. that, was a, that was a funny analogy, but I, I, it makes sense though. You know, are you really having the creative experience that you could have if it, you know you're acting on it or? I don't know. I, I just feel like we're we're hired we're hired to do a job, do your job, and everything else is like yeah. Maybe you could. I don't know. For me to do it, for me to actually have do that, what you said, would take a lot of um, campaigning. It would take a lot of like handshaking and kissing babies. It would take a lot of <laughs> politicking, and I I just don't have the patience or time to do it because if I'm not working, I'm changing diapers. And so I don't mm-hmm. have the time or patience to do that right now. I like my job. I like what I do. And and I do it and I get out. And uh, I don't want to mess with that. Um, maybe I just mess with it saying that analogy, but oh, well. I got to ask you real quick, Steve, uh, before we let you go. If you could pick one role right now, something you'd like to do, superhero, action, anything right now, one role you could be, what would the be? What would you like to do? You know, that's a really good question. Uh, I would not want to do a superhero role. I am sick and, I am sick and tired of superhero roles. Everything's been done. How many, are, are there any more comic books left to uh, be made into a, a movie? 
if there are, that's fine. And if you're a fan of it, good for you. But for me, I, I like I like uh, things that I grew up on, which were action comedies, uh, action movies from like blue collar people, um, goofy comedies. But you know what'd be really cool is like you remember that old TV show, The Great American Hero. Oh, yeah. um, it, it was about a guy who finds the suit. We put the suit on. He gets to fly, but he's a ter- he can't even fly, and he's he's, just, he's terrible at it. That's what I would be. I would be the anti-superhero. I would, you know what I mean? Instead of like instead of like kicking everybody's ass, I just like fly into the window because I don't know how to fly and like take out the bad guys, blow up the building, and a lot of reboots right now. Hey, you never know. But I, w- I would like to do that. I would like to do something that would I would love to do a bad guy. Mm, okay. Um, I think uh, there's a lot of um, exploration into playing somebody that's um, charming on the uh, exterior, and the the interior has very bad motives. Uh, that would be really fascinating to me. Um, because unfortunately, a lot of people that we know in in the uh, public scene in politics are their 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 uh, apparent life seems to be very bubbly and and great and smiley, but the actual life is sinister. And so that would be mm-hmm. a really interesting character to play to play the opposite, to play the uh, the apparent and actual of of a character. The inner and outer life. We're getting to acting 101 right now. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty great. I'm on the inside scoop. I know Ashley's uh, in acting, and, and Steve, you're great in acting, and I'm just sitting back here listening to what it's like to be an actor. I'm a little jealous. It's it's a lot of no's. That's mm-hmm. that's that's the life of an actor. Is you get a lot of no's, and then you mm-hmm. become so jaded and so upset and pissed off about the system that you say, "Fuck it." I'm just going to walk into this room, say my lines, and leave. And then when, then you get the call, and you say, hey, you've got the job. And you're like, what? I, just, I, I did nothing. I went in there, and I yelled the lines because I hate them, and I hate my life so much, and I got the job. That's the life of an actor. Because when you walk in and you, when you, when you, walk in and you care, you'll never get the job. You'll never get wow. the job. I gotta remember that for real life stuff too. Just go in and pretty much tell that guy interview and kiss my ass. You know, now he said kiss. You know what it is? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, not that you don't want to be like you know mean or hostile to him. But the thing is though is, I tell this to young actors. I say auditioning is a lot like hitting on uh, another person because nobody wants. Des- desperation, right? Nobody wants like, oh my god, hi, I think you're amazing. Do you want to date me? No one wants that. They want somebody that has confidence. They want somebody that has a little bit of swag, has a little bit of edge to them. And that's how it is for auditioning. You walk in like you're hitting on somebody, basically. So that's hard to do. Um, and the, the, the guys and girls who are the best at that have done it a, a long time, so yeah, it, it's a constant. Uh, it's a constant no. You gotta be. You gotta be told no a hundred times before you hear your first yes. Something like that. 
<laughs> so make it worthwhile when you get the yes, though, I'm sure. And, uh, Steve, uh, we thank you for coming on, man. This is outstanding. I will keep going. But, yeah. Uh, we're going to let you go. We can run that stream time. Thanks so much for coming on. This is a show I look forward to. I tried hard to get you. I was really anxious to have you on. And uh, remember, oh, I everybody. I appreciate that, man. Sure, man. Well, I think you're great. And like I said, we tried hard and so happy to have you here. Uh, remember, everybody, season seven of Shameless with Steve Howie. Uh, October 2nd, this Sunday at 9 o'clock. Tune in and uh, and let's watch the madness, more dysfunction unfold. Steve, we'd like to have you back on sometime uh, in the future. What do you think? Definitely. Yeah, definitely. You just let me know. I'll be here. You got it. Appreciate it. Thanks, Steve. All right, guys. Thanks. Thanks, Ashley. Thanks, Ashley. Nice to meet you guys. Take care. You too. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that was Steve Howey and, once again, Kev Ball from Shameless. Uh, Just a character I absolutely love. What do you think, Ashley? He's so funny. Like, is that how I sound? Like, just super chill and just, you know... I don't know, like very much not, you know, politically correct. You know, not trying to say what sounds right, but what is actually true. If that makes any sense. It makes a lot of sense. And uh, when we were in the hunt to get somebody on our show, when I approached you, and you came on the show and you blew me and John away and you were just perfect. And, and John said, you know, it's kind of like sitting down just having a regular conversation. And that's what we like about it here. That's what we go after. Not the uh, not the the answers that the magazines want, not the answers that so right. politically correct. You even said you're like I'm cursing up the storm here, fuck this and fuck that. And I got to tell you, Ashley, we love it. We love real. Oh, and, uh, it's so bad. It's, uh, I, need, I need to work. I need to work on um, not cursing as much. But I just feel like you know, people like to talk to or they're like relatable people. And if you're just trying to be politically correct all the time, people will pull your card and call your bullshit every time. You know, but if you're just like, you know, this is what it is and people don't agree with that, then so what? But this is what it is. They'll be respected more and I feel like more well-liked. Not that you need to worry about being well-liked, but just entertainment, you don't want to, you know, be perceived as something that you're not. So it's nice that when you can be yourself and people can actually see who you actually are. That's perfect. I mean, that's perfect, and that's what we try to do as well here. Um, we're not fully polished. I know John has been doing it for a long time, a lot more than I have. And uh, you can tell my green moments, I, you know, and well, I love doing it. I love just being real with it. Uh, there's questions I'm not really afraid to ask, and you showed me and we're all people. Let's just hang in here and have a good time. And that's why when I needed a co-host, the first person, your first person that came to Ashley, I think you're great. Like <laughs> Thanks. Glad to be here. That was that was so fun. He's so cool, and it's you know to be on a show like Shameless and hear his perspective, and um, that's, I think it's so it's so awesome to have been experienced that. That was awesome. Absolutely, definitely what I was looking forward to. Um, you know, you search and you look for agents and on, and and there's a lot of people um, that you can contact. First person, when I knew Shameless was coming back, I said, i got to get somebody from Shameless. I want to write to Steve, and that, that's the guy I wanted. Um, and, of course, like I said before, when you look for people, I, you know, you look through all the names. I saw you. I saw your face. I saw the great look. You seem like a charming person, and you're just as great here as you are, uh, you know, as the picture proceeds. And we love you for it. Uh, for all you who are new to Ashley, uh, 
was on our show a few weeks back. She's an up-and-coming actress. She's in so much, and she is outstanding. Uh, tell us about some of your projects that are coming out, Ashley. Let the people know a little more about you, what you got going on. Oh, awesome. I'm going to be working on a horror film um, in Greece. It's based upon some Greek mythology with uh, Hades and Persephone. So I'm really pumped to do that. I've never been to Greece. Um, and then working on just some, some um, short films from some really awesome scripts. You know, I know for aspiring actors, it's all about the money, the money, the money. But I like to to perform excellent scripts and challenging scripts or characters that are not like myself. So I'm intrigued to see what's to come. And I'm working on some really fun projects, and I can't wait for everybody to see them. We're looking forward to it. And uh, it's got to be a nice little perk to be able to get up and go to Greece. That's got to be fantastic. It's got to be very exciting. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, I can't. It got postponed temporarily because one of the actors had a scheduling conflict. But, yeah, I'll be in Greece for, like, a little over a month. So I'm pretty pumped. Especially, I have a really, I really enjoy Greek mythology. Um, Antigone is like one of my favorites, but I'm pumped to be in Greece and be filming in Greece and see a little bit. I like to travel and learn about different cultures, and I'm really pumped to have this opportunity. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be exciting and a horror flick. That's something new for you. And uh, I know Steve tweaked you a little bit. I know you keep talking. I want to do that superhero ass kicking kind of movie and. Uh, he said it's not his thing, but I know it's your thing. Anything like that coming up? Yeah, when he said that, I was laughing so hard. I was like, no, <laughs> I love. I'm super nerdy into comics and video games. I'd love to do like a video game comic movie. Um, and that's just my nerdiness. I grew up with it. I, I, I mean, it is like kind of in your face constantly. You know, if it's not X Men, it's Captain America, it's not Captain America, it's Batman, it's not Batman, it's Superman, it's not Superman, it's back to, you know, the Suicide Squad, and it's back to Justice League, and it's just constantly in your face, whether it's, you know, Marvel or DC, but for the comic book nerds, like, we love it. <laughs> can't get enough of it. If it's interesting correctly, we can't get enough of it. There's a lot out there, and the, I like to tune into it as well. I get excited. I'm falling a little bit behind. I didn't see Civil War yet. I know I get a lot of gripe over that, but, you know, i got to catch up with my superhero movies. Um, so there's tons of them out and tons of them still to come. Oh, yeah. These universes are huge. There's tons and tons and tons of characters. And then there's alternate universes. So there's so much you can do with it. So I'm kind of, I'm kind of intrigued to see, you know, if, if there's ever going to be, like, an end to it or if there's going to keep indulging into these different comic book universes. Yeah, I'd like to see one big conglomerate uh, right before the end, right? <laughs> yeah, you know, are they going to keep doing this? Or are they going to kind of, you know, are they going to fade out eventually and we'll have to be a little bit more creative? I, I wanted to know what Steve watched, you know, because you feel like he doesn't like comics, you know, what are, what are his, uh, his guilty pleasure shows? Yeah, yeah, that would have been good. We we could save that for the next time we got him on. Seems like he's a, yeah. a pretty charismatic. Seems like he'd want to come back with us. Um, kind of took over the show, man. Tell me how to talk and tell me how to sit. <laughs> that was great stuff, man. He's just a great character. And Ashley, you're fantastic as always. We love having you on, and we'd like to have Thank you back you. on the new. So if anybody wants to uh, check out Ashley Morgan, you can follow her on Twitter. Uh, it's spelled a little different. It's Ashley, A-S-H-L-E-I-G-H, Morgan, M-O-R-G-H-A-N, Ashley Morgan on Twitter. 
Also find Steve Howie, of course, at Steve Howie on Twitter. Follow both of them, both great actors. Ashley's a beautiful girl, and we love having you on, Ashley. Uh, we've got a few more shows coming up uh, where John is not going to be with us, so uh, the invite comes out now. If you'd like to come back, we'd like to have you on. Of course, always. I'm here. Just let me know. That's, that's fantastic. We love it. Uh, once again, um, shameless season season seven. This Sunday, October 2nd, follow the Gallagher's and uh, Kev Bowl and the rest of the gang. It should be great. Ashley Morgan is heading out to Greece and do some acting. And comic books there to check out all her uh, her movies. We're, we're going to make the world love you, Ashley, if it kills us. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much. Thank you. Sure, thank you. Thanks for coming on. And once again, uh, we're going to wrap up this show for seating. I thank everybody that tuned in. I thank uh, Owen and a couple of Cohen's. Thank my fiance for being supportive. I thank Ashley for being amazing. A big thanks to Steve Howie. Uh, don't forget www.thestoopradio.com is the website. And you can check out this episode and many other episodes, including the episode with Miss Ashley Morgan and many more. So thank you for tuning in for my beautiful co host, Ashley Morgan. I am Jeff the Sharp Perini. And for Jonathan Ragus, we're out there. We love you. A little word for Jim before we go. Awesome. Thank you guys for tuning in, and I'll definitely be back on the show. Excellent. Thank you, Ashley. Thank you, listeners. Have a great evening. Bye. Bye. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. (gasps) No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.